Remember, you can stay up to date on the latest news with the Irish Independent WhatsApp channel. This week on Crime World... There was a Republican police from 1920. I mean, the IRA was effectively trying to run an underground government. And actually, there was a crime wave. 1919-1920, there's a wave of bank robberies, post office robberies, robberies of individuals, robberies of pubs in Dublin and in rural areas as well. So the IRA tried to actually clamp down on that. On occasion, solving bank robberies and giving the money back to the banks. I'm Nicola Tallent, and you can listen to my podcast, Crime World, wherever you get your podcasts. If you like the Indo Daily, you can follow us on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. There is a magic, a unique magic about Ireland, which is totally irresistible. Today on the Indo Daily, King Charles III and Ireland. What will his reign mean for us? I take up my new duties resolved to seek the welfare of all the inhabitants. Of Northern Ireland. King Charles is no stranger to this island. He made his first visit as king yesterday, but has he any chance of fulfilling a long-standing wish to visit all 32 counties? Warm sunshine and a warm welcome greeted the royal couple as they made their latest of many public appearances in this country. The Prince of Wales concludes his two-day official visit here today with a series of public engagements including... This royal visit is coming to an end, but with Prince Charles speaking again this week of his wish to visit all 32 counties, and he's now up to 18, it's likely the royal couple will be back. His cupola fuckle might be far from perfect. To us, and Darren, Abba and Shore, he both. Lauriga. But even at the age of 73, Charles could have a big bearing on British-Irish relations for decades to come. We've all suffered too much. Too many people's loved ones have been killed or maimed. Surely it is time that we become the subjects of our history and not as prisoners. I'm Kevin Doyle and today on the Indo-Daily I'm joined by the Irish independents John Downing and Nicola Anderson to ask whether Charles can emulate his mother's unexpected popularity in Ireland. John Downing, we're going to talk today about British-Irish relations and what King Charles' role will mean from that. But I have to start. He's a 73-year-old man. He has waited his entire entire life for his mother to die so that he can get what was his birthright. I am deeply aware of this great inheritance and of the duties and heavy responsibilities of sovereignty which have now passed to me. In taking up these responsibilities, I shall strive to follow the inspiring example I have been set The coverage in the UK, and I say this fully aware that we're going to talk about a very specific angle that affects us, but have they lost their marbles a little bit? I would think just uh, a little. I mean, um, died uh, a Thursday of last week, a funeral, you know, 10, 10, 11 days later. um, Ferocious wall-to-wall coverage. I know from friends in Britain, I know from... uh, family connections, that people are beginning to weary of it all. It is just the sheer relentlessness of it and the sheer repetition. Nicola Anderson, you've covered both the Queen's visit, you've covered a number of Charles and Camilla's visits to Ireland. 
Do you see a big difference in them? Do you think that the monarchy that Charles will bring will be very different to what we saw with Queen Elizabeth II? I think it's going to have to be because the world is different. I mean, he is, I mean, okay, so he's a 73-year-old man, but he's still a different generation to his mother, obviously. And also he has come with this kind of, what the British kind of have seen as baggage, which is, you know, this whole, you know, the, the, the environment. And I mean, he's, you know, he was kind of ahead of his time. They thought he was kind of a bit of an oddball, but actually maybe, maybe he is coming into power at the exactly the right time that they need him. Maybe he's going to be all of a sudden singing the right song. Nicola, you're being very positive about what Charles is going to bring to the role. We're here, we want to look at it through the Irish prism. And he has been to Ireland many, many times, starting back in 1995, long before we would even have talked about the idea of the Queen visiting. After yesterday's incendiaries in Mullochmore and the Dublin bookshop, security was even more stringent for the Prince's visit. He arrived to a low-key reception and was met by the British ambassador, Veronica Sutherland, and the Republic's foreign minister, Dick Spring. The Prince left none of the reporters in any doubt about how he felt about being in the Republic. But not everybody wanted him here. A protest organised by the group Dubliners Against the Royal Tour attracted over a thousand people. Absolutely. Um, that visit in 1995 was kind of the, the, the start of it all. Then we had the Queen's visit 2011 that was obviously hugely momentous. And then after that, we had the kind of the what became an annual visit every May, almost like the swallows coming. Charles and Camilla came and, um, you know, visiting the various counties and, you know, wanting to visit them all. He has said, yeah, that he wants to get to all 32 counties. He has done the six in Northern Ireland, which obviously... Uh, the Queen, and now he is head of state of. Um, how far has he gotten on his journey? Um, we were kind of totting it up. I think there's so far there's been 18, 12 in the Republic and obviously all six in the North. And he several times he's talked of talk, wanting to see all 32 counties before he has completely lost his marbles. John, is it, does he have a real affinity to Ireland or is it a sense of duty? I I think he's entitled to be taken at face value and to to say that uh, he does have a real affinity with Ireland. I think he's also entitled to great credit because if you go back to 1979 and the horror that was Mullock Moore, County Sligo, when uh, his granduncle and really a second father to him, Earl Mountbatten, was, was blown to smithereens. A day of tragic violence in Ireland. Lord Mountbatten of Burma has been killed by an explosion on his yacht off the Republic's coast. The provisional IRA have already said they killed Lord Mountbatten. The blast also killed one of his grandsons and a friend and injured four other members of the family. A most horrific thing, and soon after that, he said he couldn't see how he could ever, quote-unquote, forgive those people. So he has, uh, it's very personal to him. That incident was, could not have been more personal. And he has made terms with Ireland and he has uh, shaken hands with the godfathers of the IRA and spoken to them and uh, extended a hand of friendship. For all of those things, I think he is entitled to points. Indeed, in that 2015 trip where he went to Mullochmore, on that same trip, he met with Jerry Adams and shook his hand, which I know a lot of people talk about Martin McGuinness uh, meeting the Queen. Yes. But Jerry Adams and, and Prince Charles, as he was then, probably equally as significant in its own way. I spoke about his loss and also the loss suffered by the Maxwell family. Their young son, Paul, was killed 
Mullockmore, so uh, you know, and all of us come from, I've, I've had family members killed. Uh, Martin comes from a community which has suffered grievously. But, you know, thankfully, all of that's behind us. The war is over. Absolutely. Jerry. I was never in the IRA, uh, met. And uh, there is an interesting sidebar to that because there is an evolution of the uh, Sinn Féin's take on royalty, which is very much evident uh, this week around the funeral of the British Queen Elizabeth. We have a situation where instantly after the news broke, the uh, instruction to uh, from uh, Sinn Féin headquarters was behave yourselves on social media members. And there was a, a an edict put out via the Andersonstown News. No insulting material about the Queen, no off-colour, no, no, no uh, black jokes about the passing of the monarch and uh, a reminder that she bowed her head to dead, dead IRA men in May 2011 at the Garden of Remembrance. Nicola, you covered many of Charles's more recent visits to the Republic. What you've been up close and personal? Mm. Tell us, what's he like? <laughs> I mean, he's he's kind of what you'd expect, almost. You know, he's a bit, you know, very, very grand, completely out of touch. I would say, probably. Um, I think she's a lot more down to earth. I think she's, uh, yeah, I think she's kind of a, a good asset for him. She, you know, he's into, he's into the environment, he's into farming, he's into architecture, she's into people and she's into animals, you know, um, and you can kind of see, you know, you can see that in the programme, you know, where, where where they go is where they like to go, you know, they want yeah, to so send tell, them to. Tell us some of the, yeah. the trips you covered, but what um, did they do? What they, What is an Irish holiday when you're what is an England. Irish holiday? An Irish holiday for them is very, very regimental and very, very scheduled. You know, every minute is kind of accounted for. I mean, it's not it's not glamorous, put it that way, you know, to go on their tail. I mean, I, I remember one trip, I think the, the Donegal visit, and, um, you know, we would be, we'd be following along on a minibus and we'd be, you know, I, I definitely remember somebody getting off and getting sick because, you know, you're trying to file copy in the back of a minibus and you've just had a sandwich all day and it's it's kind of an exhausting kind of schedule. But from their point of view, it's very, very nice. They're brought to the best of places. They're brought to the Rock of Cashel. They're brought to, you know, the National Stud. They're, you know, they're, they're you know, um, I remember particularly going to to Cahir Daniel with them. And, uh, you know, I remember Charles kind of casting this envious glance at the, you know, the, the windswept beach. And you could kind of could tell from him that he would just love to just stay there. But he couldn't because he was on to the next place. You know, they're kind of getting these glimpses. It's a little bit unfair. They're, we're bringing them to the nicest places and they're not allowed to stay and they're not allowed to kind of, you know, chill out. What kind of reaction did they get from the public? Because let's be honest, People do seem to have a like or an affinity for the Queen. They seem very interested in William and Harry, but Charles is kind of seen as the dud. He, yes, he is. But and yet people are, I mean, you know how nice people, are, Irish people are when it comes to this kind of stuff. You know, we'd put a good front on, you know, people are very favourable, you know, they react very favourably. You know, no one's bowing and scraping. And and I think actually that's kind of what they like. You know, I think they, at the start, I think they were kind of, you know, fascinated by this kind of, you know, kind of down to earth kind of, you know, friendliness, which I mean, we know as Irish people that this is all, this is also a kind of our own formality. But I think it's, it's unique, you know, they, they're not kind of familiar with it so they, they you know they, 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 but I think they're charmed by it I think they're totally charmed by it Each time I have been so overwhelmed and so deeply touched by 
The extraordinary kindness, the welcome, the enthusiasm, indeed the fun of being in Ireland. The chance of plenty of good jokes and laughter make the whole difference to life. You have a wonderful spirit, you really do. And uh, there is a magic, a unique magic about Ireland, which is totally irresistible. You know, people are, they, they get to meet people, you know, they're, um, you know, the people turn out, they're happy to see them. There's a nice bit of, you know, excitement around the towns and everything like that. But it's, it's very informal, but which I think is exactly what they like. Was there ever any protests that you could see or people objecting to their presence in, in any of the towns? I mean, there were, I think there might have been maybe two occasions, but, but, but also tiny, absolutely tiny, you know, always on a very small scale. I remember there were two people in the Diamond and Donegal town holding up placards, I think two women, but, but, but never very much, you know. I think the most people kind of, you know, realise that they're there doing their best, maybe in a maturing relationship and, you know, that they're kind of happy to let them get on with it. John, there was this thing, and I remember when um, Harry and Meghan came here on what was uh, almost a, a mini moon shortly after they got married. Their first overseas trip was a, a visit to Dublin before, obviously, they stood down from royal duties. There was always the sense that the senior royals got sent over here to kind of mend what you don't like to call Anglo-Irish relations, but that this was kind of a way of keeping t- things tipping over. Visit the neighbours, play nice and, and head off again. Yeah, certainly there was uh, that. And when uh, British-Irish relations reached their high point, really, following uh, the British Queen's visit in May 2011, the very well-received appearance at the Garden of Remembrance, the speech at, at the state banquet in Dublin Castle. These were landmark events. Things took big uh, a negative turn subsequent to June 2016 and the decision by British voters, 52% to 48, to leave the EU. And there was all the pulling and dragging about the special trade status of, of Northern Ireland, which continues. And among the few better features of a deteriorating relationship, particularly from 2019 when Boris Johnson took over and his behaviour playing fast and loose with international law about Northern Ireland's status have brought things to an all-time low. So yes, I think uh, the continued contact uh, on a softer level by uh, then Prince Charles, now King Charles III, was a positive and uh, badly needed. You mentioned the state banquet where the Queen uh, uttered a few uh, fuckle Oskelga. Charles has tried his hand at yeah. it as well. With uh, pretty lamentable results, it has to be said. To us and Darren, Abba, I'm sure he bought La Riga. He was obviously handed uh, uh, a crib sheet with some form of, of uh, uh, phonetic spelling of uh, it actually should have sounded like but it sounded it, it could have been any one of a dozen minority global languages uh, having listened to it about six times, I did. I did finally get a version of Port Lorica, John, Waterford. You, you are a fluent Gaelgore. My Irish is is pretty bad. It took four of us 
to make sense of what yes. he was saying there. And that was interesting because in some of the coverage around the Queen's visit um, following her death, there was a lot of talk about the fact that one of the biggest fears and the, her diplomats did not want her to speak Irish because if she got it wrong, yeah. it would cause its own incident and become yeah, sure, the headline. And it could become at least a sidebar story, if not the entire story. Uh, Queen murders Gaelge in Dublin Castle. But uh, no, she she managed to knock it off by by and large. And look, both of them again, points for trying. And you know, I have to say, as Mardina Lauren Gaelge Gachila Lodomahil, they made more effort than a lot of our own. Okay, well, maybe before Charles ever um, decides that next trip he could take a few a few lessons. Um, or maybe just pick something a little bit simpler, like the Queen did, a couple of words rather yes, than trying to yes, articulate yes. an entire uh, yeah, sentiment I think and so, yeah, feeling. Yeah. But the idea of that Queen's visit was so hugely planned. It came so late in her long reign as monarch. But Charles has been over and back so often. Do you think that a royal visit, as Nicholas says, to get those 32 counties in, do you think a royal visit is on the card relatively early in his reign as king? I I think that yes, that is very possible. I think the security uh, security will always be an issue, and there are other security concerns these days. For example, ISIS or soft target people or whatever. I think the idea of uh, republican violence is very very marginal by now. So uh, I, I think, yes, uh, th- there should be a, a relatively early uh, state visit to Ireland. And I think, look, it's just we're just trying to frame adult relationships between good neighbours. And, and it should be. And there's so many uh, communalities, so many cultural links, so many historic links. Let's get on with the business of getting on with one another. Would it be such a big deal, Nicola, if he came as king? It's it's very different to coming as prince. I mean, some of those visits, the latter visits, actually get very little coverage because we're so used to him coming every summer now and picking some tourist attraction to to go visit. But coming as king is very a very different thing. Yes, I'm not sure how we could manage the same kind of visits as with him as king. I just can't see a king. You know, you know, just in the formality, the informality that that he had managed to kind of, you know, snatch over those past few visits. I'm not sure if he's going to be able to do that again, to be honest. You know, as John said, the level of security that was already very high. And the protocol, I think the thing here is the protocol. The protocol to them is like the list of rules. But actually what the protocol really is, I think, is a barrier. Like it's the steel shutters between us and them. And I've seen the book that the aides carry and they say, oh, this is the protocol book. And it's like, my God, it's like this enormous folder. You know, it's like a leaving certain maths exam kind of I remember coming in, cr- coming into contact with that protocol. It was a really embarrassing kind of um, uh, fallout, basically. And we were all meant to be in our places. And I don't know, what, was I given more time to move to another area? This was in the officer's mess in, in um, the Curra. And I almost collided with them in a doorway. And the eyes were kind of huge around the yeah, room. Absolutely. And it was like, oh, God, I just backed back. <laughs> you didn't get <laughs> you know? rugby tackled yeah, to the capital yeah. offence. Uh, massively. <laughs> Um, so it, it would be, John, much more staid, much more structured. Where would it sit, though, in terms of the huge event that was the Queen's visit? Would it be likely to be much more low-key? Would people care? Well, a bit like the Pope coming to Ireland in 1979, October 79, uh, you can only come the first time 
the wants, do you see? So yeah, that's been done. Uh, Queen Elizabeth has ticked that box. So, uh, you know, whatever Charles does is going to be of less import. But there are ways of, of find, finding uh, ways of developing the popular appeal of a king. It's still a seldom enough thing. Uh, it was 1911. Uh, it, was, it was basically 100 years uh, since previous uh, monarchs, uh, reigning monarchs visit to this part of Ireland when it happened in 2011. And there's still uh, full-on royal state visits are uh, scarce. The, Nicola, we can see it in the um, reader stats on independent.e. People are interested in the pageantry that's taking place in the past week, in the various steps of what happens next. There's a lot of interest in that, more so than necessarily the biography of the Queen. What do you think would people's interest levels be like or the public engagement? Could you see people lining O'Connell Street to catch a glimpse of Charles? Yes, I suppose they they might. I mean, it's hard to tell, isn't it? You know, I mean, they they you know the modest kind of crowds came out, to, but then again, will they be allowed to come out? You know, you know, in the same way that the streets were cleared when the Queen's visit, you know, in twenty eleven, or would they do that for Charles? From what you're saying, though, Nicola, it'd be very hard for him, based on the protocol, the restrictions, John, that come. Those visits tend to be three days usually, don't they? So yeah. the idea of him getting to the remaining um, dozen or so counties that he wants to get to. He'll have to make several trips if he's going to do that. I would think so, yeah. And of course, the other thing we have to factor in here is the demands, the, the other international demands for him to go elsewhere. And there usually are only a, a set number of state visits in any 12-month period. So, you know, there, there's, there's, a, there's a deal of, of work to be done, but I, I still would hold out the hope that... that uh, it, it A, that it will happen, B, that it will happen soon, and C, that it goes over well. Of course, he has to, John, shore up the United Kingdom as it is. We, we've seen the Queen yes. lying in state in Scotland yes. this week. We know all the problems in Northern Ireland. So there's, there's yeah. a lot of domestic problems to focus on before he'd even start to think about little old Ireland and, and you know, making nice with the neighbours. Well, certainly the, the preservation of the United Kingdom, it is now openly talked about. The prospect of uh, drift, firstly Scotland going, so you're quite right. Uh, it may be fortuitous that uh, the British Queen Elizabeth died in Scotland because they can say, well, do you know what? She was Queen of Scotland also. And she actually, she died in the Scottish Highlands at Balmoral, where she was happiest and all of that. And the uh, amount of time they gave to her lying in state in Edinburgh and so on. Then the new King Charles going there, also going to Belfast. He's been in Wales. So the, the preservation of the UK is going to be very, very high on, on his uh, list of, of priorities. My thanks to Nicola Anderson and John Downing for joining me today. I'm Kevin Doyle and this episode of the Indo-Daily was produced by Mary Carroll, researched by Tabitha Monaghan, with sound by John Smith. Archive clips were from RTE News, BBC, ITV, Sky News and Independent.ie. If you enjoyed the Indo-Daily, don't forget to like, follow and leave us a review.